Good morning, everybody. Miguel Dafchov. Dafchov. Gimel the Gemara and Dafchov. Gimel and Aleph. Went through how many aliyahs we lay on different days. The Gemara Machlekes, Shabbos, and Kippur, Yom Tov. The Gemara explained what the aliyahs are connected. We saw the Mishnah and Beis went through all the things which require ten people. And the Gemara explained. The Gemara wrote down the Ramakemis that each one of those things require ten people. Today, the Mishnah and Beis continue discussing halachas of Kriyas Hat Tair. How many pesukim you need to lay? How many pesukim the Torah is supposed to translate? The Gemara is going to discuss how long you're allowed to skip in the Torah as well as in the Neviim. The second Mishnah and Aleph is going to discuss. A person who does the Aftarah, what chutz he has, and he's the one who could, he leaves the davening, he's going to be the one who's going to say Shema. The Gemara is going to explain what happens if he's a katan. The Gemara is going to go through why exactly Hazah this Takana, the person who says Kriyashima. I'm sorry, the person who gets the Aftarah is the one who gets all of these chutzim. Then the Mishnah is going to discuss a kain who has any sort of mum, he's not allowed to duchan. The Gemara is going to explain because it's distracting the people. And in the last Mishnah, we're going to see the Mishnah is going to discuss who is allowed to be the Shiach Tzibar and who is not allowed to because we are Chayshish, then he is. Someone who doesn't believe in Chazas. Let's pick out the Bible. The Bible says the Mishnah. A person who's reading the Torah, he always has to make sure to learn at least three pesukim. When he's translating the Torah, he should only translate one pesukim at a time, like Rashi explains, because you don't want him to make a mistake. If he translates too many pesukim, he's not going to translate correctly. And by the Nevi'im, like Rashi already explained before, we don't care if he makes a mistake. It's not as important. It's not like we're learning crucial halachas out of the target of Nevi'im. And therefore, he can translate three pesukim at once. However, if the if we're reading three Pesukim and Navi, which are a part of three separate parashas, then we have the Torah, we translate each Pesuk individually, because they're each part of separate parashas. The Gemara is going to explain where we have that three separate parashas, three separate Pesukim. You're not allowed to skip in Tarot. When you're learning the Navi, you're allowed to skip a few Pesukim. Could go to, to go to another annual, see the Gemara, but by the Torah, you have to learn straight. And the Navi, how long you're allowed to skip? As long as, let's say the Balkaria reads a Pesuk, so now the Torah is going to translate it. So while he's translating it, you're allowed to skip around, you're allowed to, you're allowed to roll up the Navi. However, more than that, more than the amount of time it takes for the Torah to translate the Pesuk, you're not allowed to, like Rashi explains, because it's not covered at sea where everybody should be standing there quietly, and that's why you're not allowed to skip too long. Says the Gemara, These Says the Gemara Vaiter, What's the case where you have three psukim which are part of three separate parashas? Says the Gemara, it's a pasuk in Yeshaya. It's a long pasuk. Right, the point is that these these psukim are the the part of the aftira, and we lay them. They're they're three separate parshas. We lay them all together. That's a case where you have three separate psukim, which are part of three separate parshas. In that scenario, you have to have the mitzvah translate each pasuk. Says like Marvaitim Dagmar Vim Dagmar Mutar asks the Gehelik Gemara. I mean, we have a stira. The mission Masechus Yuma describes where the kind of lands in Kippur, and he starts by Achrimais, and he skips to another parasha. So ask the Gemara, he skips Pesukim. So ask the Gemara, we said in the mission, you're not allowed to skip when he's landing the Torah. And the Gemara, ask the Gemara, welcome to Dagi skipping. I'm Rabbi, like Hashem, Amalchi, Shesim, Torah, Kain, Kadesh, Leisim, Torah. Says Rabbi, the Torah says that by the Torah, you're not allowed to pause for a long period of time. It has to be the amount of time that the Torah could still could, would still be translating the pasuk. So you're not making everybody stand silently. Ask the Gemara, Valak Tani, Midag Mavim, Midag Mutarim, Ad Kamu Midag Kadesh, Shesim, Torah. It says the Gemara doesn't answer for the Mishnah because Mishnah sounds like by Nevi'im you're allowed to skip the amount of for the Mitzrayim while, while the Mitzrayim is still speaking. By the Torah it sounds like you can't be medalik at all. So by his Torah it doesn't work. Right? It says the Gemara by answer that by the Torah you're only allowed to skip in the same Indian. By Nevi'im you're allowed to skip in two Indian. It says the Gemara by the we have a bra- rice which says like this: Medag mitar bin yinachad. In the Torah, you're allowed to skip as long as it's all within one Indian. But Navi stay in Yanim. By Navi, you're allowed to jump even if it's two Indian. 
Kanakam, both by Tarah and Avim, you have to, you're only allowed to skip as long as the Maturgam is still translating. another you're not allowed to skip from one Navi to another Navi, I mean, you're allowed to jump around in the same Navi, you can't skip around another another Navi. And by the Nevi'im of Treyasar, you're allowed to skip around. Actually, I'm going to go from the end to the beginning. That's too long. But the entire Treyasar is considered one safer. Says the Heligit Gemara. Says the Heligit Gemara. The person who gets the Avtera. So we saw that that wasn't the biggest covet to get the Avtera. So the Chamer Masak, and then he, the person who's getting the Avtera, he also, he's the one who leads the Krishma, he's his Baruch Hu, he is the Shiach Tzibur. Most Mishayim, most Achraim take out the next line, when he says Kapav, he also doesn't see his Kapayim, because all Kahanim do not see his Kapayim. Let's say he was a Katan, who got the Avtera. Of the Rabbi, everyone else, because his father is Rabbi, gets these Chosim. Cut the Kapayim, Tarabin, and Targum. A Katan is allowed to read in the Targum, he's allowed to translate the Targum, and he compares the Shemai, he can't be Shiach Tzibur, he can't see his Kapayim, he can't see his Kapayim. The Rishayim point out that Bizanazarek, the Katan, him do go up, so they explain that when the mission says he now didn't see it means he can't go up by himself. However, if there's other people, if the gedolim are going up, then he's allowed to go up. That's a taste of taste. Another shayna point this out. So again, a katan is allowed to go up as long as there are other gedolim with him. Says a person whose lower legs are revealed, he's wearing shorts, let's say. So Allah is allowed to lead Shema, Mutagim, he's allowed to translate Tarah, and Akarav, he's allowed to read the Tarah, like Rashi says, it's not Kabbalah Tarah, 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 it's Saying Krishna is Yitzhar Ma'iris is talking about the fact that Krishna created a light and the Summa doesn't get any benefit from, from it, and therefore the Summa is not allowed to be the one leading Shema. It says the Gemara Vaiter, we'll come back to this at the end of the Daf. What is the status of the Summa? We'll come back to the Vaiter Says the Helgi Gemara, what is the Pshat that we, the person who gets the Avtera, he gets these others, Chosim, or Papa Mishim covet. We want to give him covet because he's getting something which is not such a big cover, the Avtera, so we say also the Chomer Masak, and you get these other Kibudim. Rabbi says no, it's because he's coming. He's going to come to fight. It's going to come to fighting. When the person gets the after, he's not getting paid. The person who's shechti, we're assuming he's going to get paid. So he's going to say, "I get this. I don't get this covenant. I don't get paid. You're getting this big covenant. You get paid. It's going to come to fight. It's going to come to fighting." Might be now. What's an afkamina between these two reasons? The afkamina is of the shechti of of. The Shlech Tzibur of davening is not getting paid. It's on the side that's going to come to fighting. Over here, it's not going to come to fighting because they're both not getting paid. On the side of Kavit, then the person will still get the keyboard of saying Shemana Esrei, of leading the Shemana Esrei. It says, Tonight we learned the mission of Mamei Katan of Rabbi. The mission said that if the Katan was the one who got the Avtera, then his father was Rebbe. He gets the kibbutim. Says more. Yam Mishum Nitzuye Katan Bar Nitzuye. Asking more if it's because of fighting, is a Katan going to fight? He's not going to fight with the Galo. Says the Gemara. Elamai Mishum Kavod. Elamai. It's because of Kavod. Katan Bar Kavod is a Katan Bar Kavod. Again, the Gemara assuming he's not going to come to fight. He's not considered a person who's mocked on his own Kavod. So what's Pshat that if Katan gets the Avtera, we allow the father of the Rebbe to get the other kibbutim? Doesn't make sense based on both the reasons. Says the Gemara, I'll make a covenant of it, a covenant of it. The character is that there's a covenant for the father, a covenant for the Rebbe. I'm not making it to the The father and the Rebbe are going to be the ones who are in charge of the child. They're going to be the ones being mechanical the child. And therefore, when the child gets the Avtera, so if the child doesn't get the proper covenant, or at least they don't get to represent the they don't get to represent the kata and doing something else, they're going to stand there for the child. So it says the Gemara works on both Sadim side and the side of Kavit side and the side of Linsuye. On both of these Sadim, the father and the Rebbe can take the place of the Katan. Says the Gemara right there, Pechis, Baratha, Shema, Baimini, Ulubara, Rabbi, Abaya. Katan, Pechis, Mashik, Bater. Katan, who is wearing shorts. What is Allah going to read in the Torah? Amr Lachai, he said, back to me, Tubai Lachai, Aram. Why don't you ask? Let's say he's Aram. And the Gemara is asking that a Katan whose erva is not considered an erva, while he's a Katan, he's not, like Rashi explains, the pasuk is 
And the alakatan ain't a muzer. That a katan is not muzer on this lav. Or says Rashi, maybe it's a light plug. Once the once Chazal said about a gadol, they said about a katan also. And it makes sense because lemaisa it's not covet. It's a katan. So I'm going to leave it. Or my time let me show covet tzibur. So what's shy? You didn't ask me if a child's completely undressed. Why can't lay? It's not covet tzibur. Let me show covet tzibur. Says the Gemara here too. Also, even though you tell me technically speaking, it doesn't have the din deraisa of layirachad tzarerva, but still. It's not covered at Sibir to have somebody who's not dressed properly be the one landing the Eter. Says right there, Summa Paris Hashemah. Tanya, you're telling me the reason why you can't lead the Shema is because you talk about the lights, you talk about the sun. So the Agasuma has no Shachasit. But says the Gemara, we have a lot of people who learned about the Maisim Merkava and understood the Maisim Merkava, even though they never saw it. So you see that even though you don't. Even though you can't see something, still you can understand it. You can have a Yavan on it. So, so too, a blind person should be able to say, the lead the Shema. Says the Gemara, Rabbi Yehuda Hasam, I'm just leaving talking about this over there by the Master of It's finding a person's Havana. Over here, about to understand what's going on. But over here, we're talking about the person getting benefit from the light. And the Summa doesn't have any benefit from the light. Says the Gemara, Rabbana, what did Rabbana respond to this? Rabbana and Isla and other Rabbana respond that a person does have an Akir base. Like a base, he said, this time on the rest of the race, he called me a star. I was always. I was always bothered by this possible. It sounds like that a blind person is getting some sort of benefit from the light. What does the blind person care if it's darkness or if it's dark or if it's light? It sounds like the Pasuk says that the blind person is stumbling because it's dark. Even if there's light, it would be stumbling. You can't see. Until one time a story happened. It was very dark. And I saw a blind person was walking on the road. He was holding a torch. So I said to this person, this blind person, why do you have a torch in your hand? And you can't see anyways. What's the difference? I'm really said back to me. The blind person responded because when I have a, a torch in front of me, people who could see me and they'll tell me, they'll direct me where to go, where not to go. So that's why even a summa can get benefit from the light. That's the chum held. And he, the, a summa can't say, and that explains the Pshan the Pasuk that the Pasuk describes that, that there's a difference to the blind person when it's light outside and when it's dark outside. Because when it's dark, then nobody can see, nobody can help him. Says the Hell Commission about the Kayin Chesh about the Mumla, he says, Kapov. Says the Commission about a Kayin who has movement on his hands. He should not do Nasiyah's Kapayim. Rabbi Yehuda Amrita says, Abishai Yadit was even if a Kayin has like, spots in his hand, he has color in his hand, he says, Kapov, like a strange color in his hand, he says, Kapov, we shouldn't do this. Because people are going to stare at it. So again, the mission is telling us that a Kayin who has anything which is distracting on his hands, we'll see on his feet, he should not do this. Because the Tzibur is going to be distracted. Tanim went to the Bryce and Mumichar Befan of the other Ragav. The Bryce that clarified these movements we're talking about on his face, on his hands and feet, because again, the people are going to be distracted. I'm sure Ben Levi Yadit Behokness, Lo Yisas Kapov. A Kayan who has spots in his hands, white spots, he should not do Nisias Kapayim. Tanya Melech Yadav Aikinus Lisa's Kapav Akumois Akush Lisa's Kapav. Just like a person who has Dachin Nisias Kapayim, so to a person whose hands are bent backwards, bent to the side, something strange about the person's hands. Allah is he's not allowed to do Nisias Kapayim. Says the Gemara Vaiter Amar Ravasi Chifni Bishni. People from these specific locations, Lisa's Kapav, they're not allowed to do Nisias Kapayim. They they don't speak out the language clearly. The havar, the havar isn't clear, and therefore they're not, they're not allowed to see Kapayim. Tanya, we learned like this on a brayse. Emir looking at table, and she be shal, and she be shkiv, and she tivayin. These people are not allowed to be shlech. See why? They should carry off and ayin, ayin often because they confuse off and ayin. They sound the same in different sukkim. They can make a big difference. So this is the more the same thing. Nisias Kapayim. I'm the Rebbe Chida, Rebbe Shimra Rebbe. Rebbe Chida said to Rebbe Shimra Rebbe, "El Maliyat Alevi. If you had been a Levi, pasul atim nadoch. Mishum da Avi kalcha. If you had been a Levi, you would not be allowed to sing on the platform with the rest of your Levim, with the rest of the Levim, because you have a thicker voice. Your voice doesn't sound like everybody else. And like the Gemara, Rashi quotes the Gemara tells us." 
that a Kayan, uh, Levi, I'm sorry, his voice has to blend with everybody else. He was telling him if you would have been Levi, you would be Potso from, from seeing with everybody else. So he told his father what he told his father, Rabchia told him. So he said back to him, When you get to the word, go tell Rabchia that he gets the word, it comes out that you're being because Rabchia would. would Mix around or would pronounce the ches like an hey, and instead of saying mechikisi, he would say veikesi Hashem. And he, he hit Hashem. And he, what exactly is the back and forth over here? The achreim discuss. But the point is, he was telling him that you also mispronounce certain things. Says the Gemara Vayter Amravuna. Southern Lisa's cop of a person who has a lot of tears in his eyes. Again, he shouldn't do this to his kapai. There's a certain person in the neighborhood of Ravuna, and he would do this to his kapai. And even though he had always had tears in his eyes, that was a person who everybody knew in the city and therefore wasn't distracted. One of his eyes can't do this. Same problem. People are going to be distracted and look up, look at him. So asking more of the same kasha. There's a story in Rebbechan's locale that somebody wouldn't see his kapayim like that. He was dashbi yuri tanya tanya nami yachi sumachs mei nevelis his kapayim he dashbi yuri mutter. Says Gemara, Rebbe Dami Rishay yadav tzvus lis his kapayim tanya imrayv ancheir malach mukach mutter. Says the Gemara, who just said that? Let's say a person has died in his hands. We're talking about a painter. So even though there's nothing bad, something wrong with his hands, Rebbe just said still it's going to be distracting. Zayt the Gemara, if most of the people in the city are painters, so it's not going to be distracting. Everybody's going to be used to seeing people with dirty hands. They're not going to be distracted. Again, Rashi speaks out in the Mishnah. What's the problem if people look at the kain's hands? It's not just the problem they're going to be distracted, but the Gemara in Chagiga tells us. That if you look at the Kayan's hands, a person could become blind. His vision could, be, could become weaker. So that's why we don't want to do anything. Distra- we don't want the Kayan to have anything distracting that will make everybody look at the Kayan's hands. People will lose their vision. Says the again whether this halachas and gives on Azel. Talk more about Mitzvah Chagiga. But that is what that is the Pshat and Aragomar. Says the Mishnah A person says, I'm not going to go in front of the Ummah wearing colored clothing. Even when he's wearing white clothing, he's not going to go up. The Gemara is going explain what the problem is. The Sandlane Ever, Afiachlai Ever. A person says, I'm not going to go up with, sh- with shoes. Even if eventually put on his shoes, we don't let him go up. A person makes his tefillah around. There's no mitzvah. A person puts it on the far, or a person puts it on the palm, he puts the tefillah on the hand, behind itself, and not on the bicep area. This is the way of the meaning. person covers it with gold, and he puts it on his sleeve. That's the way the chitzayim, again, these are all people who do not believe in the Messiah of Chazal. And therefore, they have all different strange interpretations in the Pesachim. It says, I'm going to write to my time, my time. what's the shot that a person doesn't want to go up in colored clothing with shoes? Maybe this is the way of the medium, because that were mocking on this, that they wouldn't go with colored clothing, or they wouldn't go with shoes. So therefore, we have a right, we learned in the Bryce, that Tefillin have to be square, that Tefillin has to be with the way that you sew it, and the diagonal it has to be a, a perfect square. So it says the Gemara, is this the Pshan Mishnah, or Papa? Our mission is talking about that our mission is talking about a case where your mamish made it perfectly circle like a nut. So in that case, it's going to be possible. However, if it was round, if it was like an oval, like an egg or like a bean, in that case, maybe it would be kosher. So therefore, our mission is not necessarily going like the bright. So the bright does say that it has to be perfectly square. But just for the mission, you wouldn't have a raya because our mission could be talking about where we made a perfect circle. However, we could have said that by an oval would be kosher and that we, have to, we need this other bright to tell us that's Allah Hamashishine and has to be made square. Just one quick R on today's daf. The Gemara brought down the Amanaf a discussion about a summa. What's he allowed to say? What's he not allowed to say? So look in Teisvis. Teisvis brings down that a summa is machlekes what the status of a summa is. But Teisvis brings down that a summa is parted from all the mitzvahs. That's what the Gemara in Bava Kama says. But Teisvis says that even though he's parted from all the mitzvahs, still, 
Then he would talk to Isis. It would look like he's totally a non-Jew. So therefore, the Chum said he is chayiv to be nag in the in all the mitzvahs. So it's a big, big discussion in the Achrayim that if a if a sumas taka patzer from all the mitzvahs, so that would also mean that lachayiv is patzer listen to Rabban. Why listen to Chum? Because the lay if he's not lachayiv in the mitzvahs, so how can Rabban say you're chayiv to listen to us and do all the mitzvahs? But there's no mitzvahs in the Chum. So why would you obligate it? What is trying to taste if you obligate it to the mitzvahs? Midrabbanan. So that's a very interesting discussion there. Chreinim, it isn't to get to other places as well. Why is a katham mukhayyib listen to Rabbanan? Why would a nudge mukhayyib listen to Rabbanan? So let's just look at a few of my comments quickly. If you look at some of the Achreinim suggest over here, if you look at, if you take a look at the Maritzchis, the Babakamada Pezayin, as well as the Turevan over here, they both write that this that we say that it's Sumas Patamal Mitzvah, that means he's Patamal from Mitzvah Asseis. However, Mitzvah Lysa says even Taisa agrees that he's Chayv, and therefore you would obligate the Mitzvah Lysa, and you have to listen to Chayv, that's why he has to do all the Mitzvahs. That's what the Maritzchis says over here, and as well as the Turevan over here. Again, the Maritzchis and Babakamada, the Turevan over here. Unclear if it's Maduik and Taisis like that, because if, if the person's talking keeping the license says, then doesn't then who said that he looks like a total non-Jew? Lachar doing license says, it doesn't pray that way. So it's a discussion with that's Pianitis. If you look in the Ridva, choose Ritva Sumit design, he writes in Forge. But Zeshu Pati Mikal Mitzas Asay, Bahamas Lysa say Midiraisa. He the Ritva writes he isn't even part there from Lysa says. So what would be shot according to Ritva? Why would assume we have Midirabanan? So if you look, this is the study that many of the Akhim say, it's writing Vosis in the Rishonim, the Josh is around, and the Yabin Mr. Gan is Akdama Tushats. If you look at the Yavits and Gindaf Nuches, it's radiation from Kuf Salam Beis, Dr. Dhamma Dara V is Marech about this, from Shlomo Zalman, in Shuvis, Tinyana, Beis, Simon Pei Beis, they're all the same Arichas, they're talking about different things, Rav Shlomo Zalman's talking about a Katan, Rabbi Yaakov, Emma Yaakov also, and Dvar and Perak Bluff talks about this, the idea that they all suggest is like this, that the way Rabbi Yaakov and Shlomo Zalman set up is, I don't understand why a Katan has a mitzvah's of Chinuch to listen to his father. Again, it's Machlagis and Rishonim whether Chinuch is on the father or the Chinuch on the son. If you say the Chinuch is on the father, then it's understandable. The father is Machlagis to Machlagis the child. But if you say that the child is the one who's Machlagis to be after the cotton reaches an age of Chinuch, so he's Machlagis to the mitzvahs, why is he Machlagis? Because he's Machlagis to listen to Rabbanon. But I don't understand. If he's Potter Midaraisa from all mitzvahs, so, so then he doesn't have a lavalay saucer, so he's not Machlagis to listen to Chinuch. So we have a with Lechera, we have a catch 22. Why is the Katan Machlagis to listen to the Rabbanon? And why is Machlagis to the mitzvahs? Mitzah Chinuch. So the way that the Acharim say it, the Emesiyak, the Yavit, is that there's a very important concept from Machon is Marachalath and Kutcher Saif in the second parak that there's an idea of, even though certain things are not Mephush in the Torah, but there's a category called Ratz and Hashem. When a person knows what Hashem wants, a person is obligated to do it, and therefore a person knows that it's Pashit, that the Chachamim are the ones who are the, who are the transmitters of the Messiah of the Torah, and therefore it's Pashit that. HaKadosh Baruch wants us to listen to the Chavit. So therefore, even though there's no Lavalei Sasser, still we're obligated to listen to the Chavit. And so it's over here, that even though it's Summa technically we do Patra Asalei Sasser, but still, you know, it's Ratz and Hashem, so we listen to the Chavit. And therefore, we'd be obligated to do all the mitzvahs. Again, this is a long Arichas in the Achrayim, in the Rishayim, this concept of Ratz and Hashem. Definitely an important use. Quickly, so today, the Mishnah on the Manal, the discussion, how many Pesukim you have to lay, and what, how many Pesukim you have to lay. The Gemara clarified that even by Terry, you skip, as long as it's one Indian. The Banam Mishnah brought down. That a person who gets the Navi, he gets the other Kibbutim. The Gemara explains by Katan, we do it all. It's his father and his Rebbe. The Gemara on the brought down the Machlegasi in the Rebbe Huda, the Tanakat, the Chum, and Rebbe Huda, whether a Suma gets any benefit from the light or not. The Chum said he does because other people could help him. We have the second Mishnah, which discussed the Alacha of a Kayin. Of a Kayin who has a moment, he's not allowed to do Nisus Kapayim. The Gemara explains because people are going to be distracted and we don't want people to look at their hands. And finally, we just saw the bottom Mishnah, which spoke out. That a person who goes in front of the, a person who's a shiach tzibur and he goes up with certain hagim, that is derech minas, that is the way of derech of oivre avoid zara. Have a wonderful day.